0: Hey,
1: Sabri,
0: what should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubri and James. It's Aubry and James. One is a jock. The other the place, James.
1: Welcome, everybody, back to episode five of Two Fools Saving the World, one podcast at a time. I'm James, your lovely co-host, with his name and my other lovely co-host, Sabri. Sabri, say Hello. Hello. <laughs> going back from another crazy week at least crazy week for me if uh it was fucking hot this week i don't know what the hell like somebody switched flipped a switch and instead of it was raining the past couple weeks prior to uh this week where all of a sudden this week it went from
0: being somewhat cold to like sweating your balls off it was like 85 to like 90 it that's was... funny sweating your balls off it's not like you have a man card anyways i took that away from you two years ago when you watched mean girls
1: I've been trying to earn it back ever since. I'm getting close. I came close a couple weeks ago, but then you know I started watching Suburban Commando again, and they probably took away five points of me again. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm climbing, I'm climbing back up. I'll be back soon.
0: That's <laughs> funny. Speaking of Suburban Commando, I had to, uh, I actually had to watch it this week since it was on your uh, top five last week. Yeah, as corny a movie as it was, I was trying to picture myself as a. I don't know how old I would have been, but uh, what second grader when that came out or something? So yeah, I watched it, and I I see how a second grader would love that movie.
1: <laughs> well, see, my uh, I I read at the third grade level, so my like mind's like is perfect for this scenario, right? <laughs> <That's a perfect laughs> yeah,
0: but there was still some like funny humor where Hulk Hogan with the the uh, mime and all that stuff, and. Just certain things like the video game machine that you were talking about. That was he one of my favorite parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some good uh, comedy scenes like corny comedy from Hulk Hogan. So, But yeah, thanks for wasting like an hour and a half of my life making me watch that.
1: You're welcome. I mean, it should be part of a uh, foolish playlist that we have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Definitely with <laughs> fit in a foolish playlist. But yeah, I totally agree, dude. What happened this week was like, so hot, like I remember waking up just like an hour before my alarm went off to go to work and I'm just like, dude, this is hot What's going it's, on here. It's the first time I actually had to turn on my AC and what sucks, I mean,
1: currently like today it's the 26th, everybody's still in quarantine, we're still under kind of house arrest, quote unquote house arrest, or, you know, to stay at home order. It was the first real day since all of us started minus like wanted to go to like maybe like a movie theater or just kind of go out and shop or something like that. But like to that on yesterday, particularly, which was a Saturday, it was about 86 outside and I love barbecuing. I love cooking. I love being outside. I was wanted so badly to like go outside, barbecue, be next to a pool, hot tub or something like that. Just have a beer and I kind of chill outside. And Mm -hmm. the fact that I could not do that killed me.
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to say be next to a hot girl But the fact that you said, pool, I'm going to keep your man card another year.
1: (laughs) Well, the fact is that people would have a hot guy, a.k.a. me, being at the pool. So, you know, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, I guess.
1: Aside from that, though, mostly the thing I did this week, aside from like Warwick, which I'm still luckily, knock on wood, luckily enough to actually have a job during this crazy time, um, played a lot of video games been doing my Twitch stream and stuff like that and doing Zoom meetings. And uh, me and even you and I did a couple of things with uh, our mutual friend, Eddie, uh, some of the Jackbox party games and things like that. But it's funny, tonight I did a Jackbox party game and it's uh, probably like eight or nine dudes. And... The game that we were playing, the game that you had to kind of fill in the blank almost, uh, I forget the name of they call it though or what uh, the name of the game is actually called but uh-huh. nine, nine dudes I'd say 90% of the stuff that we entered as a phrase involved penis in one way or another
0: Ooh, <laughs> there you go
1: so <laughs> take that for
0: what you want but <laughs> yeah well, no comment <laughs> I didn't say anything I don't want to offend the other eight dudes with you. How <laughs> <laughs> was your week, though, man. Uh, my week was pretty much the same. Um, Go to work, watch people die, go home, go back to work, and then uh, do our podcast where you're with eight other dudes. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's uh, productive, I guess. My week has been, yeah, pretty much that. Nothing exciting going on here. Just kind of just working and listening to uh, some of the news and stuff going on. And there's been some interesting topics uh, making the headlines. You know anything about those? (laughs) Well, I did stock up on Lysol. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, today. So today before earlier, I went to Target and, um, Dude, I found the 12-pack roll of toilet paper. Talk about moral victories. That's gold. Dude, I was so excited. There was two left, and me and this one person were like kind of walking towards it. We kind of make eye contact, and I could tell the other person was walking faster. So I kind of walked a little faster, but I realized there was two. So I was like, whatever, because you can only buy one. But I've been searching for toilet paper for... At least a month. So, uh, this this twelve pack, I'm gonna be good for at least another what three months or something. I don't know.
1: Now, when you're walking towards it, a little western song popping your head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there was like a, a tumbleweed that <laughs> that went by. <laughs> hey, I promise you that sixty year old lady was not gonna get it before me.
1: <laughs> like I only <laughs> had to punch her once to make sure, you know. trip her <laughs> to kick kicks her can out the way just to make sure.
0: Right. <laughs> yep. All spare. In the game of toilet paper. So, so yeah, so I got a good, some toilet paper. I got, uh, I actually got the last airborne. So I was excited about that. So yeah, today was a pretty good, uh, pretty good day for moral victories.
1: That's a good haul. I mean, I got lucky enough, I found a, a pack of toilet paper like back in the day. Uh, I think like three weeks ago, I was lucky to get like a really cheap ass brand at Stater Brothers Carry, and it was like a they the had one ply. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the one, the one ply. Not even do you have to like take like fucking like wrap your hand like six times, like you go into a boxing match just to get enough like good <laughs> coverage to like you know get get in there and wipe. You know, so, but yeah, I found a couple of those. Like one things actually that I found was really nice, and what? I found it at Target though is the uh, pre moist uh, the flushable baby wipes.
0: Oh man, now you
1: now you're just spoiling your ass. <laughs> Dude, my ass smells like fresh linen and it's never felt <laughs> clean so much in my life. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> I'm curious, uh how do you know it smells like fresh linen? Did one of those eight <laughs> guys on your party uh tell you?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a, they're a good group of guys, you know what I mean? You know, if you can't look <laughs> in the other guy's ass, I mean, come on, what kind of friend are you?
0: oh man if that's what it takes to be friends you could just call me a co-host from now on it's the same type of friend i would
1: take the super soaker and clean your ass with it if you ran out of toilet paper (laughs) oh there you go you're bringing the super soaker back dude that's that was gonna be my one lifeline the one lifeline that i had if toilet paper was completely out i was gonna stockpile on super soakers the kind that you at least have to you know pump three times and you can like fucking do it like Ten feet away, you know, that's a perfect social distancing tool. If my next door neighbor needs his ass wiped, you know, he can just stick his ass out the door, and I can be in my door, just get him straight social distancing. You never know what's the difference. He cleaned his, I go inside, boom. You know, I'm just doing my, I'm just doing my part.
0: As you square them, you can be like a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. but uh, something else I ended up buying today uh, was uh, I got some laundry detergent, so. You know, it was a productive day. I got some toilet paper, got some uh, Airborne, got some laundry detergent. And then that laundry detergent made me think of one of the headlines. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you get the powder or did you get the liquid?
0: <laughs> well, no, I got the liquid. I don't do the powder.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, so you did it wrong, man. The powder is, is it works in two ways. It'll clean your clothes, and you can snort that shit to get rid of the Rona.
0: According so to I our president. It, yeah, <laughs> I take it. You did hear the headlines. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so you got to snort it or inject it? <laughs> to be
1: safe, you snort it and inject it at the same time. You know, uh-huh. Just in case, you know, the snorting gets rid of it. The injection makes you immune to it.
0: Yeah, so uh, you're going to have a bunch of crackheads. <laughs> be like, what, well, am I going to snort something and get cured? done now disclaimer because after this shit
1: what came out then if you don't know what we're talking about donald trump had a, a speech over the week where he talked about actually or suggesting he didn't actually say to do this shit he suggested with people trying to think of like more ways of how to actually get rid of corona how to make it so it doesn't you know you won't get infected as we're looking to open up the country and the world is looking to open it back up he suggested that you know they're seeing very good results and like antibacterial stuff like wipes and like, you know, uh, uh, what's a Lysol and stuff like that that actually gets rid of it. Right, bleach, he, yeah. Yeah, bleach and stuff like that. He made a suggestion to maybe try something where or some type of clinical trial. Not really sure how it, it, it's really fucking hard to defend this. Let me let me just stay off first off <laughs> to say it, but he didn't say do it exactly, but he kind of implied to like maybe we should try it to see if it'll work. So, and me, me joking around with it. I don't. I don't want anybody to take seriously of like, oh, maybe I should fucking snort the church. Don't do that. You're gonna fucking die. <laughs> so yeah, don't so, don't do that at all. It's all it's all jokes. This the uh, this everybody uh,
0: knows. After hearing this, you know, I just thought it was funny, and I was like, "There's no way. There's no way this guy said that." Like, he said some dumb shit in the past, but there's no way he said that. So I had to listen for myself. And I will defend him (laughs) because I heard the the video and what he really said, and it was nowhere near where he said, inject yourself with it. But, man, did those Democrats just jump on this opportunity? All All they had to do was be like, what? Disinfect it? Put inside your body? And they got everything else out of the way and just put those words together? And they ran with it. And yeah, they made him look like a fool. So I I'll defend uh uh Trump. He did not say to inject yourself. But there's <laughs> a <his> big but <laughs> he did think out loud and put his foot in his mouth again. I feel like sometimes he just should just think, then speak, instead of speak, then think. Because he so what happened was um, one of the medical people was on for him and the medical guy was saying um, how UV light is killing um, the virus. Oh, God, um, that,
1: that was so cringe. Yeah, go ahead. But that was such a cringe moment. I was like, oh, God,
0: you're just like, take your foot out of your mouth. Trump. Go ahead. <laughs> but the UV light was saying, like, it, it works well. And then he was saying, like, the dis- disinfectants like bleach and so on works well. So Trump goes up there and he says, Oh, like, and he's it's not even a speech. He's like looking at the medical guy like, oh, like I'm really interested, like like pretending like he's interested in this topic, where he did not look interested at all. He looked like he was ready for like a to get a suntan or something. But he was just like, Is my hair appointment coming up? But he was like so he he tells he's looking at the guy and he's just like, Oh, this UV light thing sounds really interesting. There must be a way where we could put this UV light through the inside of human beings. And then it will kill everything. So in my head, I'm thinking like, What are we, Dr. Manhattan or something? Like, like, how is he gonna get this UV light? And he's like, It's possible, it's possible. And I'm like, okay whatever this isn't all, the dumbest thing yet
1: all of a sudden everybody who was in new jersey with a fake tan's like Psh,
0: we're good <laughs> right we're good i just get an extra tan for yeah but we're on lockdown so yeah. tanning salons are closed we're screwed <laughs> but uh yeah so so he's looking at him but he's talking and he's like just you could tell he's thinking out loud in a questioned form then he goes right after the uv he goes. Oh, this bleach works really good too. This disinfectant. What if there was some way we could put it inside to to get rid of the, the virus since it's working so well? So to defend him, the way I took it was as my old senile grandfather heard something that sounded smart and repeated it out loud... Kind of like, can it be done? (laughs) So he's like, if there's some way, can we inject, or not even, he didn't say inject, but can we get it inside us to cure the virus? And yeah, you could tell it was just him thinking out loud. But the funny part, and I don't know how true this is because I wonder if the Democrats are still playing with numbers, but this was a Republican governor that, that I heard this from had to put a warning out because people were calling um, poisoning themselves because they were inhaling uh, um, bleach and other disinfectants and they had to go to the ER. So yeah. they had to put a warning out saying that, uh, please do not do this. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. But, the, yeah. but that's, that's the perfect example of how stupid these Trump followers are. He says something stupid. And then they're dumb enough to believe everything he says and they do it. And now they're in the hospital for sniffing bleach. And then they're probably going to blame it on like it was faulty bleach or something because Trump would never stray him the wrong way.
1: (laughs) No, you got the wrong bleach, man. It's not the name. You got to get the name brand. Don't get the Target shit. That stuff don't work. the
0: Stater Brothers brand? Oh, that's where you went wrong. I I snorted the the good stuff and I'm fine. (laughs) I think it was a,
1: yeah. the New York City poison control they announced that they have a uh, unforeseen increase of poison calls after <laughs> Trump gave his speech
0: oh that that makes me laugh so hard and I just like
1: really like you ever know like he gets, you gets he reads something so like dumbfounded that gives you Forrest ridicule. right <laughs> That's what I felt like. I had Forrest Whitaker eye this entire week, oh, <laughs> and I'm man. all like, "Really?" And, Dude, he's and probably
0: I, our one listener, and you, he's never going to listen again. I know.
1: I know. I butt hurt Forrest Whitaker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love like you, Forrest Whitaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, but yeah, that's how dumb the whole thing is. Like, and to defend him, like i feel like he was just a senile grandfather in the moment speaking out loud where a president should just keep his mouth shut
1: you know you wonder how how far the trump supporters would go so another thing that happened this week and uh i'm sorry if i'm cutting you off i'm I'm making another comment you want to make about that but you know kim kim jong-un it's said that he he might be dead he might not be dead he could be uh, could have a heart attack, whatever, like that. So, we reported sources, and I don't know who actually reported this or anything like that, where it came out first, but I guess he was really in bad health. I, that I think part was like known. That would have been known for like a couple of days prior to this other news report coming out of him being quote unquote dead, maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, that he had uh, heart problems or something, and he had like a heart failure. Uh, basically, it was a botched heart surgery. And because of that, he either came out of it, he didn't make it, or he's just a vegetable now. You know Trump and yeah. Kim Jong are like really good friends, right? Supposedly. You know what I if have no uh, clue. what if Trump is all like Kim? Kim, I know exactly <laughs> how to get rid of this coronavirus. You got bleach on you? Okay, do this first.
0: Give <laughs> <laughs> a ten cc syringe, and you're gonna fill that up with bleach. and you're gonna inject it into your artery. <laughs> it's going to sting, but don't stop. Make sure you push it all the way in.
1: Dude, dude, maybe this is the thing. Maybe Trump is actually this diabolical genius. He plans to look like an idiot this entire time to gain the trust of a foreign dictator. That foreign oh. dictator then uh, entrusts Trump and he figured he wouldn't stir him wrong. Then Trump says some stupid shit about actually doing something stupid in order to cure something. The foreign dictator actually believes it, does it, ends up killing the dictator. Trump's actually a natural hero.
0: Oh, no, dude. <laughs> You don't even understand, like going to a small, serious note, dude, I, I think he's a genius because in the scene, like, like when two days ago, what happened? Everyone's making fun of him for this disinfectant crap, right? I wonder what happened in the background in the scenes that really happened. Did, did we get a, did another tax bill pass that we're getting taxed more because the media is just covering this disinfectant line? like did the the 1% get more money like i i guarantee something's happening where the mass public is not know about because the media is just pushing this garbage so i in that sense i do believe he's a genius and it's all a ploy just so we don't hear the real truth that's going on conspiracy <laughs> i know it's all conspiracies So we talked about
1: this on a couple of podcasts. Uh, I forget which one it was, maybe our second one that we did. But talking about, I think when we talked about Trump uh, blaming the who for basically getting the coronavirus and everything and me calling him a giant hypocrite for it. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of him, this uh, point pointing blame a different direction type of thing. Right. So maybe you're right. Maybe he is trying to, you know, steer the crowd in a different way to make them think something completely outrageous to, you know, uh, distract them from the bigger picture.
0: Oh yeah, I'm. I'm sure that's going on. I don't know how looking dumb helps his presidency, but, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That shit happens all the time, where they they they're like, "Hey, look at my left hand, the right hand slaps you in the face." <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. And in that sense, I don't think anybody does it better than Trump. And he's all out there about it, too. So, but the whole Kim Jong thing, I have no clue what's going on. Like, like health conditions and heart surgery. And then sources said he was dead. South Korea saying he's, uh, they're just rumors he's still alive. And how can we trust South Korea sources? So no one knows. Well, I guess we'll find out in a few days, but. Um, I was reading an article that said his sister is the next in line to take over. I don't know how that would go. Hmm. What if she was meaner than that dude? Because <laughs> there's, there's, there's things it's, out there. I don't...
1: It's hard to think. I, I I have no idea. Like In in, fa- in times like this, you know, you don't really know exactly how to feel. I mean, you think, okay, yeah, he, he was a fucking asshole. He was a, dic- a dictator, basically. He treated South Koreans like crap from what I hear.
0: Oh, yeah, I heard he raped, like. Women and girls, as as he wanted, and they couldn't do anything about
1: yeah. it. So, I mean, you never want to really, especially at this time. I feel celebrate death, but at the same point, you want to be like, "I'm glad that asshole is dead," and in, in, in a sense too. Yeah. But you know, it's it's give and take. You'll feel whatever you want, type of thing. I'm not going to say you're dumb or you're not for feeling either way, though. But uh I don't honestly think that South Korea uh would uh North uh, South Korea, yeah, South Korea would even actually say if he is actually dead or not Uh, I would probably assume that they would want to think he's still alive and that he's just you know sick or anything like that because I feel like that's probably a political move if people know that like his their leader is dead that that's a huge uh, they have control over you know essentially South Korea now they can like take over that territory type of thing so I'm sure it may be a power move and I think that he is you know you know that's what I just kind of think it's hard to say until the news and stuff
0: comes out. and i know you sounded a little confused right now yeah the article the sources are from south korea but he's the dictator of north korea just so that's what i so we're we're we are right just in case anyone was thinking we didn't know he's from north korea but yeah the articles i'm reading are coming out of south korea thank you for clarifying no problem that's what i'm here for (laughs) <laughs> All right. I guess I'll leave for the rest of the podcast. You do I did You're my like, one thing. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Boom. All right. There.
1: Fact checks. So I'll be out. Peace.
0: Uh, yeah. But yeah, who knows what this guy and yeah, with death and whatever upon people. It's out of our hands anyways, but I don't know. All true evil people should die. Damn. Did I just go to the
1: dark side? <laughs> A little bit. I felt it. I want to say, you know, if this had video, you could see the chills on my elbow just right now. I'm like, shit, my bad. I mean, you <laughs> can use those uh, those wipes for your ass on your elbow now. <laughs> I think I might need to. Pardon me. Shit. Okay. <laughs> well, geez. Well, speaking of the dark side, what else happened this week? There was um, uh, fun yeah, fun times
0: with football. Yeah, Dude. So the only sport that's continuing, even though it wasn't like playing the NFL draft happened, which is a big deal for football fans and any sport fans, I guess. So uh, were you were you happy with uh, what your team did? The Packers? Fuck, fuck no. Fuckers. <laughs> I'm a I'm a
1: diehard Packer fan. Everybody knows. I, I'm maybe not. I don't like flaunt the apparel and stuff like other diehard fans are. But like I'm like way back in the day where it was you know Bart Starr. Not even saying Brett Favre. Bart Starr, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Right. Brett Favre made me a true hardcore fan. Um, plus Antonio Freeman and uh, some of the other like uh, Packer greats on there and everything like that. And then Aaron Rodgers comes in. You know Donald Driver was one of my favorite wide right receivers. You know now we got you know Devontae Adams, uh, Aaron uh, Jones. Running backs. So I, I love the backers. They fucked up this draft. What the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> getting a quarterback. Like first trading up, and I got very excited because we traded up in order to get a first round pick, and I'm all like, "All right, cool. We're gonna get maybe a right receiver. We're gonna get something on offense, or maybe something on defense because we could use defense too." I figured, you know, uh, we we get a defensive guy, we get a corner or something like that. Get a wide receiver, a uh, wide receiver or something good, you know, uh, even a, a tight end necessarily, but I don't think a tight end is really much needed because it's Rodgers' least favorite target. So I was really thinking, okay, like okay, we're gonna get a wide receiver, maybe an offensive line guy, somebody really good. These fuckers picked up a damn quarterback, Jordan Love. Now, nothing against Jordan Love. He's a great quarterback. But I don't think the, he feels the love right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he's a good quarterback. Now, nothing against Jordan Love. I'm sure he'd make a very fine QB in the NFL. But the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. It's like saying, you know, like the, the Patriots, uh, you know, they got Tom Brady or whatever other great quarterback or something like It's like, you know, the, the if the Colts who had Manning, Drafted a young quarterback too. It's like, well, why, why, why are you drafting a quarterback? I mean, I kind of get it, and we'll get into that in a second. But I, I get, I kind of get why, but I don't understand what they were thinking in essence. And then the second uh, pick that they picked up, they pick a running back. Why are you picking up a running back? You have Aaron Jones. He is arguably one of the top five running backs in football today. He had the most touchdowns last season. Why are you picking up another running back? You have help already in the backfield. You got a good a good backup running back as well.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Now, yeah. similar thing happened with Rod, and which is why this is kind of an interesting story. You know, Brett Favre was on a team. Brett Favre was 35 when Aaron Rodgers got picked up. Aaron yeah. Rodgers today is 36, will be 37 when the uh, season starts. He's, so the Packers are kind of, I think, re- trying to repeat what happened with Aaron Rodgers. They're picking another young quarterback up. So the in the effect that... Or basically kind of prepping for, like, Rodgers' demise, which I think is a really fucked up thing to do because Rodgers, I still think, can play really good. It's not like the same, like, back in the day with Brett Favre where he retired at 40 where, you know, uh, I feel quarterbacks nowadays, for whatever reason, are playing a lot longer. Like, you know, Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady you know even even Brett Favre his old ass played was like 41 or 42. Uh, Drew Brees or Brett and uh, Tom Brady I think are going on 44-45 into the next season coming in so yeah, well, quarterbacks things, are still things
0: playing have so just to go off the week, things have of
1: definitely long-term. changed yes there's a lot of hitting and definitely things have changed as mm-hmm. far as quarterbacks and protecting the quarterback to allow them to play longer yes I, I agree with that if they had those um, uh, different rules changed in the NFL back in the day yeah probably then you know you're uh, Brett Favre and other uh, quarterbacks paint Manning, things that like that would be still continued to play on to their mid 40s as some of the quarterbacks are today. But regardless, I mean, Packer fan to death, but y'all fucked up on this draft, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, if I
0: I go, don't I'm know. Really a Packer fan. But just to go, sorry, I cut you off, but I'm still cutting you off. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I,
1: I'm just, just I'm just bitching. I'm all like, why, Packers? Why, man? What the fuck you doing? I believed in you. You had it. You had your shot. So what are you
0: this doing? Is the, this is the interesting, uh, interesting part about the Packers draft was they did trade up, and they got the quarterback. And even if they're reminiscing back on the Brett Farr, Aaron Rodgers situation, it was different because Brett Farr was – threatening to retire like every year for the last three years where Aaron Rodgers is stuck on the four-year contract so you're kind of like hey this is the guy until he retires um so you basically were one game away from the Super Bowl who did you guys lose to by the way say Shut up. it shout out say it shout up you <laughs> lost to the 49ers 42 to like 14 or something. Like you guys couldn't stop us to save your life. It wasn't that bad? We cut up. No, no, it vote. was that bad. And then you guys needed defense. And the fact that your first three picks were all offense, and one was a quarterback that cannot help you for the next few years, anyways. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what they were thinking, but yeah, you know, that's why they get paid the big bucks, and we're just fans.
1: An interesting thing I read, not uh, a couple days after, I think, the draft, and they – I guess it's more of a conspiracy thing that where they try to push out Brett Favre or try to force or force early retirement by picking up a younger quarterback, and they're thinking that you know, it might kind of be the same thing either because uh, – uh, sorry, uh, I was going to say Tom Brady, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is taking up a lot of that salary cap, and he said, yeah, he's stuck in a contract. I believe his contract is up in 2023. Uh, I think a salary is paid up until 2022 something like that uh, so that's a huge salary on the packers themselves if he right. got traded if he got traded you know or if they tra- ended up trading them or if uh, I, I doubt they would release him, I, that'd be insane if they released him but trade him for like I don't know like another team or something like that
0: what he's gonna be a patriot
1: <laughs> you know one of the things that they said it was being a patriot or and this really made my stomach curdle. Uh, they talked about replacing Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Yes. Take him in the heartbeat.
1: Let's do it. Which is really, because if that were to ever happen, remember who the Niners passed up in that I draft.
0: I know. I remember. I remember. Yeah.
1: Essentially, it should have been Aaron Rodgers going to the Niners. And, no. Uh, it
0: just wasn't the Niners. The dude went like, 21 or something. Like, 20 teams passed him up.
1: He was supposed to go sooner than the other homeboy that I I can't think of his name now. Alex uh, Smith. Alex Smith. Thank you. Yeah, he was supposed to go ahead of him, ranked wise. But uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, Alex Smith went before. I mean, yeah, it wasn't by like a like a lot. It wasn't like he was like number one, and Alex Smith was like twenty nine. It was like you know, like maybe like two picks before. But he was ranked ahead of Alex Smith, and they picked mm-hmm. Alex Smith over at Aaron Jones, and uh, I'm sorry, over Aaron Rodgers. And look how that turned out. Aaron Rodgers is arguably the best quarterback in football right now. Next, yeah,
0: uh, I always argue you don't know how he would have done on the Niners. The Niners were bad that year. Oh, I
1: I wholeheartedly agree because this is the whole Brett Favre story, right? I think anything behind Brett Favre is Brett Favre made made the man. So I think it was Alex Smith on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers on the Niners. I think Aaron Rodgers would have had an okay. It it probably would have played out like Alex Smith had really like maybe one, two good seasons with the Niners. And, and those were uh, later
0: on when they Yeah, had
1: th- yeah th- those were later on. I think reverse, I think Alex Smith's career would be a lot different if he was with the Packers versus uh, going to the Niners.
0: Right. And, you know, it, it all matters. Uh, but enough about your team. Let's talk about my team. <laughs> so the the Niners had a very interesting, uh, interesting draft. So first we trade our all-pro D tackle to the Colts to get their 13th pick. I get it. We didn't want to pay the guy. He got signed by the Colts for 21 mil a year. Fine. I get it. So I'm thinking we're going to get this top wide receiver. 13th pick comes. Oh, my gosh. Both wide receivers I want are still there. And What do you think happens? We trade our pick. One spot, we move back to 14. I'm like, what? What are we doing? My guy's there. We got to draft him. Like, I'm the coach. (laughs) (laughs) So we go back one spot, and then guess what? Both my guys are still there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're geniuses. Not only are we going to draft my guy, we got an extra draft pick from it, too. Um, And then the draft comes out, and we draft the D-tackle. And I'm like, what are they doing we just traded our all pro D tackle to draft a rookie D tackle. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, but I always have the mentality they're smarter than I am. So I don't know. But then we have our second pick. We have the 31st pick. We do, we trade up just like the Packers did. We went from 31 to 25. And I'm like, uh oh, here we go. We're going to get something good. We draft a wide receiver from Arizona State, and it blows my mind. You traded that first-round pick, uh, fourth-round pick, actually two fourth-round picks to move up five spots to get a wide receiver when you could have drafted a wide receiver at pick 14. So we have even less picks now than we did before because they moved up to get a lesser wide receiver. I guess... They really like the guys. According to, uh, I I never judge a draft because you never know how it's going to play out, but I guess we got two good players according to them and some of the scouts. But the big news for us was um, Joe Staley, the longtime um, left tackle, retired on Saturday, and he was our pro bowler for many years. So we made a trade with the Redskins, because this guy was holding out, he's also a Pro Bowl left tackle, and we got Trent Williams for a fifth round this year and a third round next year. Oh, wow. oh man, that's, that's so huge, so huge! Like this, this guy's considered like one of the best linemen in the game, and he just yeah. didn't want to play for the Redskins anymore, and we got him. So all in all, I'd say you know what, our draft wasn't that bad.
1: That's a really good pickup. See, I didn't follow any other team. The second I saw what happened with the Packers, I basically turned off the TV and I'm like, okay, I'm going to play Fortnite or play a video game <laughs> to get my mind yeah. out I didn't know you got Trent Williams. That's a huge pickup.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Like I love Joe Staley, but he was getting close to retirement. And uh, this Trent Williams guy, he's a little bit younger. He's 31, I think. And he's just been a bit of pro bowler every year he plays. So it's definitely going to be good for the Niners.
1: That could be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I don't I don't the the only other like really good pickup that I've known in the draft was the Cowboys got a really good wide right receiver. Did they get the right receiver that you wanted? Yeah, they
0: got him. C D Lamb. I wanted yeah. him or um or um the receiver Judy from uh Alabama, but whatever. Yeah. It is what it is.
1: He'll be we'll really good in the, the Cowboys system. once the Cowboys actually get a decent quarterback.
0: Well, I think Dak Prescott's decent.
1: Nah, he stinks. He stinks. we'll see. He works too much on his dancing moves before the game, let alone to like actually pass (laughs) (laughs) pass the damn ball. Let
0: alone, he gets pretty good hip movement. (laughs) It's
1: all about the hips. Let's get (laughs) the hips.
0: The hips don't lie. (laughs) So that being said, let's uh, fast forward to the NFL and get to the main topic of today:
1: the NCAA yeah to, to arguably the ncaa from what most people say is more exciting than the nfl i wouldn't necessarily say that i never have been a huge ncaa fan per se um uh, mm-hmm. i enjoy it and i get the whole school spirit school rah, rah rah and all that stuff uh i find the nfl much more entertaining than just pro sports in general that's just me uh, but a lot of other people uh enjoy the ncaa it's it's statistically, statistically uh, more watched more than actual traditional like pro football and things like that but well, we'll because they out.
0: consider it more pure you know more pure of a sport plus you got all the roots the connections from um um the alumni you know because once they graduate you know they they still feel that school pride so until they die they're they're still watching the games cheering for the teams
1: and I, I get that. I, I guess a lot of that's for me because I didn't really have that experience, more or less. I, I was went to the you know Long Beach State, which is the uh, 49ers. Which what? Now... You don't
0: follow the Long Beach 49ers? What's but going na- on there?
1: But now, if you didn't know, they are no longer the 49ers. They changed their names. They are now the
0: Dirtbags. Yeah, they sound like Dirtbags.
1: <laughs> Which that fits me a lot more. I am proud to be a dirt bag. Yeah. <laughs> so I, would you like say you're say, a
0: dirt bag or a scumbag?
1: <laughs> eh, you know, a little bit. I, I was a dirt bag. I dropped out. So I guess that would make me a scumbag.
0: So there you go. <laughs> nah, you're a good guy. I wouldn't <laughs> call you a
1: scumbag. But the, the kind of reason we brought up the whole NCAA thing is there is an uh, actually, California passed a law. Not necessarily a lot, but they, they're they going to start allowing college athletes to accept sponsorship dollars, which is huge. Because up until where this recently just started uh, passing, you know, the NCAA uh, prohibited you getting any type of money uh aside from like financial aid uh they would not let you get any sponsorship dollars at all otherwise you would be inactive in NCAA. they don't allow you to take any type of sponsorship dollars sponsorship money endorsement deals um that really anything like shoe contracts or stuff like that you can kind of i think there's a little leeway that you can get like apparel and actually get uh product from like sports people and stuff like that but it has to be for the entire team, not just the individuals. There's a lot of loopholes and things in there, though. But for the most part, you know, you you can't make a dollar. And a lot of it is like, you know, there's struggling college athletes and things that, you know, barely make it. uh, They have, you know, all the uh, student loans and stuff like that. Not talking Mm -hmm. about the people that get like a full ride. Saying like you're kind of like a a walk-on NCAA athlete. Say you're a football player, you're a walk-on, you don't get a scholarship, but you're good enough to make the team. Uh, Say you're a struggling athlete or as far as struggling to pay the bills, either you got student loans if you're trying to go to, say, a big Ivy League school like UCLA or USC and, you know, just kind of struggling to make ends meet, but you're actually a really good athlete. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily see it wrong for that athlete to be able to make a little bit of side money on the side. Not talking about huge dollars or anything like that, like not being a paid athlete, but say you got like a shoe contract or you get something with like Nike or you're on a sports commercial or something, you get a little bit of money to help pay the bills. I'm all for that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, um, just so so I want to go a little more into detail. So the what happened was the NCAA they approved now for uh, players to get sponsorship or money or whatever. So California passed um, they're the first state to pass what's called the Fair Play Act and that is a California statute or the Fair Play Act will allow collegiate athletes to acquire endorsements and sponsorships while still maintaining athletic eligibility. So at the school, they're able to get sponsorships. So I'm kind of – I understand where people are coming from, but I'm against it because it – so if we just look at the whole California passing it, and the other states have not passed this law yet. Um, They have an unfair advantage of recruitment now. So someone like USC who hasn't been, you know, top level like they're normally could offer money where if someone wants to go to Alabama, um, now they have the decision to make, well, I could go to USC and get money now or I could go to Alabama and kind of just play because it's a great school, you know, because they win every year.
1: The school is not the one that pays them the money though. They have to get either a sponsorship from like Nike or
0: outside endorsement deal. <laughs> now, them thinking define, yeah, outside endorse, uh, define outside endorsement.
1: Well, the the fact that they can think okay, if I go here and then I can maybe get a uh, get like money dollars. For one, I think you're you're thinking about as far as the people who are actually getting a full ride. If you're getting a full ride, then that could defer my decision to be like or yeah they're, they're kind of alter my decision to say okay i can go to ucla i can probably actually get some more money but if you're already getting a, a scholarship i think in that sense you're already probably fairly well off because it's one do you think your actually college education is paid off for so that's no so the the
0: whole that. reason this came up the whole reason this came up is because of the top players like let's say um i don't, reggie bush reggie bush at USC, everyone was buying his jersey. Everyone wanted his stuff. He couldn't get paid for it. But USC was making you know millions of dollars because of his name. The whole argument is those players should get money because they're using their likeness, their name, or not the name, but their likeness, to, to gain money for the school or the program. The defense is that the school... You know, they're giving them a full ride, and supposedly those students are are struggling. They're not able to get um, certain things. Our our school, the scholarship pays for three meals. But, you know, what if they need meals like a fourth meal or they miss a meal or something like that? So that's kind of like the whole argument. I'm against it because this is going to create like a huge gray area, huge gray area. Like my my example was uh, to find who gets a sponsorship or you're saying it has to be like Nike. Well what if what if Two Fools podcast? What if what if USC goes, Hey, we're gonna give you twenty grand, you keep five grand for yourself, you give fifteen grand to this player that's coming in. What's to stop them from doing that? What you know, it's still a sponsorship through us. You know, it's just shady, shady schools and stuff, and that stuff's going on now, anyways. About but now say, you act just, like that's
1: not currently going on now.
0: Whether <laughs> it's more of a legal way or a gray area, where they won't get in trouble if they get caught, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just feel like school itself is the reward, because if you want, if you want money, and you're going to school for money then you shouldn't be going to school at all. Like you're going to school to play a game. Um, Getting the education is worth more than the game in the long run. You don't know if you're going to get injured or not. You're just playing in hopes to uh, make it to the NFL in hopes to get that million dollars. You know what I mean?
1: Don't get me wrong. I think it should be heavily regulated. I don't think it should be like, you know, I want to go to college in order to make money or anything to do or anything like that. Like, I like I don't know exactly all the rules and stuff they have in place. I'm sure it's going to change drastically as this can, as this goes on and more states adopt to it. But if they made it to a sense of like saying you know you're ineligible of getting scholarship uh, sponsorship dollars within if you're a freshman, you have to be either like a senior or like you know junior or, or uh, a junior or senior in order to be eligible to make some type of sponsorship money. Then I think regardless, it doesn't really matter where you go as long as like you actually perform as a student athlete, then you'll be able to those dollars like later on down the line um there's a lot of people going back and forth about it being good and not being good you primarily think of like you know what's the sports that actually are being watched it's either football or basketball like i'm not pretty sure nobody's watching like college baseball or ncaa baseball you know Uh, me my you know thing back in the day i was a track and track and field athlete you know nobody watches like you know like fox sports press track and field athletes or track and field championships or anything like that so you would think that the sponsorship dollars are immediately going to go towards uh your basketball players and your football players but in my mind you know just having that in general then opens it up to being able to you know because if it's it's good for I think everybody, in a sense, is good for the school, obviously, because I'm sure they'll get part of the money, either a little bit like you were saying, you know, Nike, yeah, I'll give this guy 15, you take five, whatever like that, everybody wins, you know, Nike gets the endorsement of it, the college student athlete actually gets a little bit of money that they can either use to support their family, um, in the good case scenario, otherwise it's just all straight up hookers and blow, because we know, you know, whatever, it's college, but (laughs) hopefully they are using it for something good, um, if this is more success, uh, successful and, you know, this is, gets a lot of adoption, then your other sports that normally you wouldn't probably consider being able to get a sponsored dollar ships for or anything like that, like, say, running, for instance, track and field, uh, getting a shoe endorsement, getting something from Nike, being able to get to, like, your own, like, running shoe or things like that. I think it opens the door for it being a lot more, I don't want to say the word relaxed, but less stressed. Because I think of anybody, so I didn't finish college. And I know you're currently uh, getting your, uh, like uh, getting your master's or anything that you're trying to do currently right now. I didn't finish college. When I was going to school, I had student loans. And for the degree that I was going for, I was probably easily going to be probably maybe 120 grand in a hole because of it. Mm-hmm. And that that's a lot of shit to pay off. You know, and if you think of like people in a, like buying a house, that's, Unless, you know, if you're not living in California, that's probably almost like uh, a third to, in some places, half of what an actual total house is. In mm-hmm. California, it's basically a down payment for a house. <laughs> and <so laughs> right. that, that That's a lot of fucking money to owe once you get out of school. Now, thinking, you know, if I got on to school if i didn't have a scholarship but i was good enough uh, from an athlete perspective in order to gain a little bit of revenue from my work ethic and like being a good athlete and student athlete and either having that money so when i get out of college i'm very easily able to either pay off my college loans or just have a little bit of money to actually get out in the world to like you know start job hunting towards whatever my degree that i did and a lot of times you know, I would have the experience of actually being what "quote unquote" everybody really wants to be and dream of being is a student athlete. Because unless you're really getting on an NFL team, or if you get on a basketball, or if you like crossing over to this pro status, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's nothing else after college. Like you pay, you play basketball, and you don't get on a basketball team, then 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 what? Like you know, you're not going to really continue playing basketball because like okay, my ass got a real job because I got to start supporting. So. Right. So this, good, yeah, but
0: this brings up all sorts of questions, though. So who who gets, like you said, basketball, football, probably the programs that make the most money. But who, who are on the, the most team watched? Are, OK, but who on the team is getting these sponsorships? It's probably just like the select few, maybe the starters. Um, basketball is a little different than football. So maybe a higher percentage of them are getting sponsorships. But then who gets more money? The better players get more money. Um, And then it goes to what what sports are they giving these sponsorships to? Like football brings in the revenue, but are they going to start giving the water polo team, the golf team sponsorships? Like they're going to want their money too because they're all student athletes. It's not really fair like to say, hey, this one guy – um, is getting more than everybody, you know, because you're still a student. You're all getting scholarships. Why is this one person getting more money than everybody else? And if you listen to... I know um, Tim Tebow was against this, and he was one of the few athletes. He took a lot of, like, grief for saying this, but but he he's against um, student athletes getting money or sponsorships. And he made a great point. One of his points he made was... Um, college is about we we as a team it's not about me but when you start giving money and sponsorships it becomes about me and i and not about the team anymore and i totally agree with him when he says that if if people start thinking about themselves as individuals and they're getting paid now dude think about the pros once you're a pro they get paid more than the coaches they don't respect the coaches much they um they get the coaches fired there's no authority really dude this is going to trickle down to the college level now unless i guess there's some rules behind it but if you're really good and you're getting paid i don't know i i just disagree i think college should be about school it should be about education but here we go again society making it about money society giving in to the to the people complaining about um, they should be getting paid and all this stuff. But that's why we're going through the situation we are now. If you think about, um, about all the sports and and what's going on in the COVID, how many, how many sports um, billionaires are millionaires are saving lives right now? How many athletes run into a fire or into a burning building to save people? No one but they get paid more than firemen. How many people, how many of these athletes are dealing with the COVID right now, like truly saving lives, but yet the healthcare workers can't even get hazard pay. The government refuses to, to compensate the, the healthcare workers for doing it. But here we go glorifying uh, these athletes and, and bending the rules for them because they can bounce a ball or, or shoot a ball or catch a ball or whatever. And and it's just, society's just backwards, and it's I just see it as another step backwards. If you were going for a nursing degree or, like, a
1: doctorate or something like that, would you say a doctorate is, like, probably one of the hardest degrees to actually get?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. I guess time-wise, yeah, you're you're at least going to school for two years, right?
1: Ex- expensive, too, right? It's probably really crazy. Oh,
0: yeah. Dude, it takes, doc- like, I, I've run into doctors who regret being the doctor because they're still paying off um, that school loan.
1: So I have this scenario. What if you were a student athlete that wanted to be a doctor, aspiring to like grow up to be a doctor? Maybe say you don't make it to the NFL. Maybe you don't make it to like basketball or anything like that, but being good enough to actually earn what is now uh, sponsorship dollars. And say you got like an endorsement deal for like either Gatorade or you got some money and uh, you made pretty decent change out of it. Now you graduated from school, you have your doctorate, you have your master's, you can then actually, you actually ended up using uh, your sponsorship dollars that you made from being a student athlete to now pay off those uh, heavy student loans and stuff that you used. That's not how it
0: works though, because it's a good idea, a good example, but when you're a professional athlete and you're getting that sponsorship money, you're probably going pro and you're probably making millions of dollars which is more than what a doctor makes. So you would just pay it off anyways. And then I you doubt you're going to make millions later. of dollars.
1: But to the. To, as a pro? To argue it for there. For, well, as a pro, you would. But right. I mean, even to like, argue against your point about uh, being an athlete, to like who gets the most money and who doesn't, right? I mean, even on basketball teams today, you have your star basketball players who make way more money than a person who's just on the bench, probably only making maybe. But those hundred, are professional
0: athletes. K. These are they, collegiate they are athletes. They
1: are professionals, but the sense there's you get you get paid more based on your how how good you are, based off of your skills. So there's gonna be people who get paid more, people who get paid less. So I think the same type of uh logic can be pulled down towards the collegiate role to like, you know, Hey, if you're really good at the sport then yeah, you're going to get the uh, most paid if you're, you're sucky, but you're still pretty good and you're good enough to actually get a little bit of the sponsorship dollars. You know, you're going to get a little bit of money too. You are probably not be good to be pro, but you know what you, you're good enough to like either get some type of Gatorade contract or some type of like power bar or you're in an ESPN commercial, whatever, what have you, you get a little bit of the money. I mean, I think, I think you're looking more at the broad term of like a student athlete. That's going to be this, lebron james type of person where they're gonna make like millions and millions of dollars and don't really care about i'm looking more of it love the small person who gets a championship underwear ad and target and they're getting paid maybe a couple grand for that and they're ended up uh being able to like you know eat but my point is that
0: person isn't gonna get the sponsorship because they're going to give it to the LeBron James. All the sponsorships are going to go to those top players. Now, see, that's why I don't uh, think
1: that's where I disagree. I think it's going to I think it's going to start off that way, where it's going to be like Nike and stuff like that. But I think all these other uh, vendors and things like that, there's so many of like, you know, sports stuff that you can do you know champion sports under armor you know nike reebok uh whatever uh, i'm sure there's other shit that i'm not even thinking of stuff that you haven't even heard of and right. i'm sure all but, of them are going to start being to able the to thing, do that
0: what if what if your team is reebok and you're sponsored by nike can that player now wear nike like how does that work like there's all these question marks well, I'm sure there'll and, be
1: some type of contract like that saying you can't do that because either of the schools like that. They're going to have regulations and stuff so like that. So this
0: is the way I look at it when it comes down to it. The biggest loophole is former alumni are going to be able to hand players, student athletes, thousands of dollars without having to hide it. So if you were a Long Beach dirtbag and you're like, hey, there's this up-and-coming kid I want to make sure he goes to the dirt bags. I'm going to give this guy 10 grand and you just hand him 10 grand to make sure he goes to your school. And I think that's going to happen often and I think it's going to happen with more money. So, yeah, that that's why I don't think it's right. And now I think money and everything, it's going to make college sports not pure anymore. And that's one of the reasons why they do like it more than pro because you know, college seemed well kind of if people, of pure.
1: If people actually of- think college sports are pure, then they're dumb. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. It's fine. It's it's not hundred <laughs> percent pure. But when you compare it to pro sports, it was one of the things they had going for him. When you get to the pro level and LeBron James is making thirty mil a year and he says he wants the coach fired, guess what? They got fired. Everybody LeBron wanted out is out. Bye-bye Luke Walden. Bye-bye Cleveland coaches. Bye-bye everyone. They're fired. And that's just how it is. You know, there's no authority. The players call the shots. And I'm curious, like, if that's going to work in the college level now, there's going to be less respect. You know?
1: The way I see it, it's the college and stuff is Getting into college and the admission process and everything is already fucked already to begin with. You know, not necessarily talking about uh, other bringing it others, you know, subjects of like the scandals of people getting well, yeah, paid to do that. That's there too. I mean, but there's then, all yeah, that.
0: That's the rich people. That, yeah. That's the same as them being sponsorship. That, so yeah. they fall in line of that's, the that's going away from that.
1: But the fact that I think that I feel, especially by like student athletes, they're already so pressured to go with a certain college, anyways. You know, you got family members, like, say, like, your dad went, like, say, my dad was a dirt bag and he, like, <laughs> that sounds funny saying my dad's a dirtbag. bag. <laughs> yeah. No offense, dad. Sorry. Um, I've met but, him. Like, <laughs> he's a decent guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, say that. And, like, there are, based off of just like family history, this, student or the son in this sense is already going to be heavily pressured to be a dirt bag because of their father or their grandfather and everything that they already went to the school and that's who they want. Maybe I don't want to be a dirt bag. Maybe I want to be a Bruin. Maybe I want to be a Trojan or something else like that. You know, um, I already think alone, this is already heavily, the student athlete already heavily pressured. Now adding on to this, doesn't help with that though, but I don't think it makes it any, any worse. And I see it as a positive thing because of the fact that you know a student athlete can make a little bit of money on ends made. I mean, we all been there. I mean, I've been there before. Like you've had your struggles in life, and so have I. If I had a little bit of like extra bread to spend during a time of like maybe I still be in school now. You know, I, I was the point where I had to drop out and help out with the family. My mom got sick, unfortunately. God bless her, and she had a pretty major you know health sickness that I ended up having to be the primary breadwinner for the family and work three jobs to work, to basically try to support the family. And I was a pretty decent runner. I wasn't, I was practically nearly pro. I don't know if I would say I was good enough to get any type of sponsorship money, but at the point, if I say I was running and this, I was out and I was actually good enough to get some money and use that money to help the family, that would have been great. Guess what? I could still continue my college path. I could still continue my running career. I wouldn't have to drop out and get Three different jobs in order to make ends meet so Mm -hmm. i think there's different scenarios for every story i do agree with you in a far sense that saying like you know uh, you don't want to take away the pure fact of having collegiate sports being truly what it is is being a college and a team effort or not about an individual wanting to get paid you know and i feel that there's definitely have to be some type of regulations to
0: make sure like you don't have a college player making lebron james money because that's just fucking stupid well he's not going to (laughs) make lebron james money but Absolutely. think about how young so so even the pros when they're 20 21 22 23 how young and dumb they are with that money now you're giving 18 to 20 year olds like 10 to 50 grand i think you made a point for me without trying to but think about if if well, I agree. I
1: agree. Get- I agree. It needs to be regulated. Don't give a kid fucking millions of dollars. Put it in a hey, trust. How are you
0: gonna? Like, how are put you it gonna... in
1: a trust. Put it in some type of like bank account for them that earns whatever money for them. Give but then them they're gonna a complain certain amount
0: about that because well then
1: well then fuck them. But give them a certain <laughs> amount of money that they can pay a week and say hey you're you're gonna get. A thousand dollars a week, that's four grand a month. That's a very good, you know, salary for
0: like a regular, like paying job type of thing. So you don't go fucking broke. And then, you see, know, I if- agree with something like that, but that's not what's going on. They passed a sponsorship uh, law, and that sponsorship thing is pretty much it sounds like you get what you get. So certain people are going to get lots, and certain people are going to get nothing. And I just think that part's wrong imagine giving a, a 18 year old 30 grand to go to your school if his head isn't on his shoulders do, he might gamble a little way you know he might use it for drugs he might try to impress like you said you go to the strip club who knows who knows you know at that age you're, you're you've never had that kind of money in your life and you want to impress people or you you grew up a certain way you're just gonna blow it anyways so I just think it it's a uh, that's
1: why I say it has to be heavily regulated. And, you know, one other thing I don't know if anybody even brought up or anything like that, though, but a lot of times the student athletes, I guess, technically, since, you know, the parents are still technically can claim them on taxes and whatnot, that they're still in charge of a lot of that money coming in. Unless the kid's like, you know, over 18. Like, well, yeah, so.
0: The majority of them are going to be 18, so. Yeah. That's so not gonna happen. It's a
1: it's a gray area there. Like you know, parents count them on taxes and whatnot, and like you know, they can be controlling certain money. They have to sign. That that's all a different thing though. But yeah, no, I think you and me agree definitely. That you can't give the money up front, though. But I agree that it's definitely, it, or I say it's a pro for, you know, the money for a student athlete to be able to make some
0: type of money. Right. Playing. I college think sports. I think this would have solved everything if these stupid colleges like. um probably didn't pocket so much money or put it to build, like, bigger buildings. And they just put a little bit aside for every player. Just put a little more so they could get some extra food or they could go out to a movie or or a little bit of spending money. Like, that should have been passed a long time ago. It didn't. Now everyone's unhappy and they're fighting for it and liberal rights and all this stuff. And now we skip that part and we're just going to give them, like, wads of money now and and i don't know if i'm for
1: it well you back in the day say we were both uh, high school athletes like yeah i was a pretty good track and field guy you were a really you were a better football person than i was actually an athlete in track at the time back then though but being able to like earn money for now being an athlete would that intrigue you more to try your hand at football
0: are you t- are you talking about dictating what school I went to or not
1: necessarily dictating what school? I mean, say it was everywhere, not necessarily in California, say the passes everywhere. And you uh-huh. could, you had a shot of uh, you had to be, go on a football team, say you didn't get a scholarship, though, but, you know, uh-huh. uh, you went to college and you're were better than most people on the team already. Uh, knowing that the fact that you could possibly make some money out of it, would that influence you more to try out for football than not?
0: Um, I don't know. My it's hard to say because the reason. Well, you know the reason why I stopped playing and right. Like I didn't stop playing because I wasn't good. I just stopped playing because, you know, I didn't want to play anymore. But, um, so it's hard to say. Like I'm sure for some people it would be a reason to play. Like let's say my family. If I if someone offers me twenty grand to play at UCLA. In my family, struggling, and I had to choose between not playing because I, my circumstances are played for the twenty grand to help the family. I'm gonna take the twenty grand to help the family. Like, is that kind of where you were getting at, or
1: yeah, to it influence you more to keep playing,
0: right? So, yeah, for the money, if during my circumstances, yeah, but yeah, because of my situation, I just rejected all football stuff and stopped playing for my reasons but but I don't know like I guess for the normal person of course money's going to dictate whether you play or where you play
1: of course I mean money buys happiness right just kidding
0: <laughs> nope and that's what, as you get older you'll learn it doesn't I'll tell you that the more money you earn the
1: better ways you find of spending it which <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep that's, that's funny only, too probably the I, only true I, statement i mean <laughs> i work with a bunch of people that uh work uh two or three jobs and they've been doing it for years and why don't you stop and be like well because i gotta pay bills and it's like you need two or three jobs to pay all your bills it's like the more you make the more you spend <laughs> so it's true
1: it's funny because it's true yeah yeah and with that, I think that's good enough to
0: call it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to end it. Uh, I don't know who's right; probably me.
1: <laughs> Let's just agree to disagree to agree that I'm right. No, <laughs> you like it. I disagree with your agree, <laughs> but if you, you disagree, somehow you confuse me, but I'm
0: still going to disagree with your disagreement. <laughs> there you
1: go. All right. With that said. I'm so I was gonna say I'm sorry. You're sorry. So I'm, you. I'm, I'm sorry this time Are you James. Okay. James. There we go. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> to add a little bit more confusion. Like, wait a minute, I thought the other guy was James, the other guy was Sabri. Like, what what's going on? Anyways. <laughs> what I was you gonna try to say, this hurt. this has been Sabri and James, but I'm all like, no, I want Sabri to say his. So yeah, that came out funny. Anyways, I'm James.
0: <laughs> and I'm James also.
1: <laughs> Apparently so. Be safe, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Take care. See ya.